What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Breakdown Sportscast. I am your host, Corey Willis. I'm doing the show solo this week. Um, my friend Chris, of course, um, had to take care of some business, of course, but don't worry, guys. I got you this week. Um, it's going to be a short show, so don't worry. We will go over a lot of things that went over in week 11 of the college football season. Also some breaking news as well in the coaching space uh, of college football as well. So um, before we get into everything for um, Monday, um, we want to let you guys know we appreciate you guys listening in on the show as always. Of course, we're on many different streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, and many other streaming platforms. So um, we very much appreciate you guys' support. Always feel free to like, comment, subscribe to the show. It lets us know what we're doing and how we can improve for the future. So um, we very much appreciate it, guys. Um, so yeah, um, doing a show solo this week, of course, um, well for Monday, um, hopefully we'll, we'll see what happens on our Friday show. Um, see if, if Chris will be back with us, but, um, for today's show, it is going to be a little quicker than usual, but, uh, yeah, week 11 is in the books, of course. Uh, we had a lot of great games, but we also had some big news coming out of the um, coaching scene, of course, where um, Texas A&M coach Jimbo Fisher um, is out at Texas A&M. He is no longer the head coach of A&M anymore. So, um, yeah, this this news came out on Sunday. <laughs> pretty much woke up on Sunday morning and looked at my phone and saw this news, of course. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I think a lot of us can pretty much uh, be safe to say that this was inevitable. Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of crazy that um, once Jimbo Fisher had got to a and I mean, he, he, he took that job around 2017. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while now, uh, with him holding the car keys to a and um, now it's going to go to someone else. Um, yeah, this, this, this was something that was inevitable. I, I would say, um, he had those first couple of years, where he saw some success and you know if you could ask A&M fans um in the beginning they were happy that Jimbo had took that job um <laughs> because if if you don't um or if you've forgotten originally Jimbo Fisher was going to take the LSU job um around that time LSU boosters um, were heavy. They, they they were all in on one Jimbo Fisher, and hey, what do you know? A and M ended up scooping them up. Um, um, not too long, not not too long afterwards. So um, that 
ended up pivoting over well for LSU. They had to pivot and getting Brian and getting Brian Kelly to Baton Rouge, and you know the rest was history. So um, for this news to occur, um, where does Texas A and M go from here? Um, <laughs> I mean, there there are some candidates, of course. I know people have thrown thrown out Elko from Duke, um, Lane Kiffin, of course, at Ole Miss. Um, Dan Lanning's name <laughs> has popped up. Um, it, it, all sorts of names have have popped up um, as potential candidates for this job. And look, I'm just gonna say it right now. I mean, A and M is a really good job. The re the resources that you have at A&M is second to none. So someone that's willing to sell themselves and really get that, um, those boosters at A&M and, and Ross Bjork, the athletic director over, you know, over the moon for whoever steps through those doors. Um, Hey, you got all the resources um, you need to succeed there. So, um, A&M, by <laughs> any stretch of imagination, um, it, it, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that A&M is, is a bad job or anything. It, it's a great job overall. So, it, we'll see what happens, of course, um, going forward. But, um it would be great if if um if we had Chris um on the show to to get his thoughts and we'll we'll definitely get that um hopefully later on this week just to see what he says um but I was shocked <laughs> uh, a little bit in in knowing that it happened pretty much on a Sunday um not not just that it was going to happen, and of course, and I'll say this again, of course, about the Michigan stuff and and everything. Um, it's, it's never good to speculate on someone's job security, but um, when you are a head coach in college football nowadays, especially, um, you're in the results business, and A and M saw that, the fans saw that, and now. They're going to be looking for another another head football coach and many other programs as well. So um, yeah, this is one of those things where they want they wanted to get in front of this as quickly as possible. The season's about to wrap up. You only got two more games left in the regular season. So they really wanted to start as early as possible. So we'll see what happens. Um, but Jimbo Fisher is out. As the head coach of the A&M Aggies, and hey, he has a 70, 70 million dollar buyout. So I mean, I I guess he's not he's not too too angry, of course. Um, at the end of the day, but we'll see what happens with with A&M. But this was big news, of course, for me. Um, to start off my Sunday um, over the weekend, but um, but yeah, feel free to um, let let me know what you guys think. Of course, uh, about um, this whole ordeal with 
A&M. Yeah, be, be sure to um, let myself or Chris know um, what you guys think, of course, about um, just this wild news. But, um, but yeah, um, so we are now going to um, go into some of the games, of course, um, that I wanted to discuss for the week. And um, I'll also go over the rest of the top 25 scores as well. But um, I will start off with Ole Miss um, traveling to Georgia. Um, this game was primetime game, of course. So, yeah, it, <laughs> it was a big game. You had Ole Miss um, with the number nine ranking, of course, in the CFP. Uh, and um, Georgia still number two. We'll see what happens on Tuesday's CFP rankings um, when those come out. But um, yeah, it, Georgia took care of business. Won this game fifty-two to seventeen. Um, Georgia is now ten and zero. Ole Miss is now eight and two um, in place. So um, Georgia still. The top team, I think, in the SEC. And Carson Beck, he looked pretty good. He was 18 for 25 um, with 306 yards through the air, two touchdowns. And he did throw one interception. Um, but he had a 96.6 QBR um, for the day. Jackson's dart, um, he was 10 for 17, 112 yards. Um, through an interception, um, but but yeah, uh, like over overall, um, Georgia just they they took care of Ole Miss um, soundly. I mean, back looked good, um, players stepped up. Um, yeah, just a <laughs> all around performance. Um, Ken, Kendall Milton he had nine carries for 127 yards, two touchdowns. Um, the one Edwards um he had 12 carries, uh, for 59 yards and two touchdowns as well. So you know everyone had a chance to make plays in this football game pretty much, uh, and you know it it really shows the depth of. Georgia, um, and and that's that's one of the reasons why I I feel like they are the top team in college football right now. I I, I do think that Georgia will probably get that number one spot um, come Tuesday, but we'll see, we'll see. But um, yeah, just a overall great performance by Georgia, and um, yeah, Kirby Smart. I know he's happy with his team becoming 10 and 0. So we'll definitely see what happens um heading into the SEC Championship game. So we'll we'll definitely talk about what the Tide and company um did this week this past week as well. So um yeah, now we're going to go over to um the Michigan Penn State game. Um this was a game that me and Chris had talked about uh, that was going to be with, filled with tons of defense that were going to clash with each other. And for the most part, that did happen. Um, but Michigan still won this game 24-15. to 15. Um, They took care of business 
the way they needed to uh, without Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is currently right now serving a three-game suspension. We'll see what happens. I was listening to um, ESPN, uh, Matt Berry, um, talk about the potential um, Jim Hartball return maybe this week. We'll see what happens, of course, um, depending on when you're listening to this show. Um, we'll see what happens with Jim Hartball in terms of coming back to coach the last two regular season games. But, but yeah, um, Michigan defeated Penn State 24-15. to um, Michigan is now also 10-0. Um, Penn State eight and two for the season, um, but yeah, this this game <laughs> was pretty much the way I envisioned it, and Michigan took care of business. Um, Blake Corm, he was pretty much the main guy in this game that that took care of business. Um, to seal the seal the victory from Michigan. He had 26 carries, 145 yards and two touchdowns. So, um it was also emotional of course for Blake Corm in this football game and, and not just him. Um um coach Sharon Moore uh was filling in for Jim Hartball in this game. He was the interim head coach and he was also <laughs> very much um emotional in this game and he he was crying on on um on camera just talking about how proud he was of his team and you know he he had every right uh, to be emotional of course um you know you <laughs> you have a lot on your shoulders with this team being one of the top teams in the country trying to jockey for a position in the college football playoffs and you have all of these things coming at you on all different ends of the spectrum and you know you go out there and you lead your team to victory hey you know <laughs> just um <laughs> you know let let that moment uh, let that moment take you, of course. Uh, you know, you you won in a hostile environment. That's always a good feeling when you can get the W. So, um, yeah, just a, a lot of emotions just have been brewing with this uh, Michigan team. I know Blake Horn and they were, they, they were really happy, of course, and they were um, – pretty much saying the players were saying we're, we're doing this for Jim Hartball. So, um, for the players, great job on them. Um, for Sharon Moore, great job, um, for him. Um, Sharon Moore is, <laughs> is, I know he's probably still uh, excited right now. So, um, just a great job for, for everyone, um, involved in that game. Um, for Michigan, but um, in terms of what's going to happen um, going forward for Jim Hartball, I mean, like I said earlier, it, there's a possibility that he can coach out the rest of the season and um, go from there. We'll definitely see. <laughs> um, I know Chris and I will definitely have more to discuss 
um, with the whole saga going on at Michigan <laughs> with Jim Harbaugh. But um, but yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's just an interesting story, and we'll see what happens going forward. Um, next game that I wanted to um, talk about was the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, going to Kroger Field to take on the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, this was a early noon <laughs> game. Of course, the Alabama had to get up and go on the road. And it's always weird to see those Alabama um, games where they're pretty much playing like right early in the morning. I know they prefer playing later in the afternoon or even prime time get those prime time slots but hey it didn't phase them at all alabama took care of kentucky 49 to 21 alabama is now nine and one kentucky is now six and four man i have to tell you Jalen miro is the truth this man he looked the part and he has gotten better um <laughs> You know, we're getting closer to the Heisman. And to me, and I know me and Chris will probably talk about a lot of this more as we get into the Heisman season. Um, what is going to happen um, in terms of the Heisman voting? Um, for me, I have to say this. Jalen Miro is starting to look like the top player in college football right now. And it, it is crazy to to hear that probably come from from my mouth, of course, but you know, it's you have to ask yourself, who has been more consistent in the last several weeks? I say probably the last four or five weeks. You got to say Jalen Miro, right? I mean, this man, <laughs> let me just let me just tell y'all the stats that he had in this game. Um, passing, he was 15 for 22, 234 yards through the air, three touchdowns. He also did throw one interception. So he ended up with a 94.5 QBR for the day and rushing. Because this guy is a natural athlete um, with his legs as well. I think that's really where he shines at. But Miro, he had eight carries for 36 yards and three touchdowns. So he's he's just such a great athlete at the end of the day. And when you really look at him, if you go back in the last four to five weeks, like he has been playing lights out right now. And you have to give it to him. Um, he's, he's done a heck of a job um, being the quarterback for Alabama. I mean, you guys saw early in the year. Had they not put, had had Saban not stuck with Milro, where would this Alabama team be at? I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. They needed him. (laughs) 
to produce. Figured some things out. And hey, now they're nine and one. And they've clinched the FCC West division. So <laughs> that that's all you need to know, folks, about um how Nick Saban has figured this out. How Jalen Miro has figured this out. And possibly go into the SEC championship game with a chance to still go to the playoffs. So hey, hats off to um the Crimson Tide right now. Hats off to Jalen Miro as well. He he's he's playing lights out, man. I love it. I love it. So so yeah. Um that was the game down in Lexington. Um now I will talk about this game before I wrap up with some of the other top 25 games of the week. Um, I have to talk about the Utah Washington game um, that had happened over the weekend. Um, this game <laughs> for me, I I was waiting for this game all season, of course, and I think it definitely lived up to the hype. Um, Washington defeated Utah 35 to 28. Um, Washington is now 10 and 0. Um, Utah is now 7 and 3. Um, Michael Penix Jr., he was 24 for 42 um, with 332 yards through the air with two touchdowns. Um, yeah, he, he also did have a rushing touchdown as well in this game. So, um, it, Washington did it again. <laughs> what can you say folks? Um, um, but it wasn't just, uh, just him as well. Um, Romeo Dunze, he had three receptions, 111 yards with two touchdowns. He was a beast in this game. I mean, having, Players like Adunze really helps um, a quarterback. I know such as Michael Penix Jr. Of course, it makes makes his job a lot easier. I, I would I would definitely say, but yeah, he he was a beast in this game. Of course, he, like no one could stop him at all on the field. So, um, so yeah, just a great performance by them. Um, <laughs> he did have that bone head. Would have been pick six, of course. Um, <laughs> at, the, at the player not not throwing the ball before crossing the the line in the end zone, but um, which didn't really matter anyway because they ended up getting safety. So, um, <laughs> uh, it, it was just it was just a wild game overall that. I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> and it was mainly because we we've been looking for this game. I for me, I've I've looked for this game all season. And I think this game came with great defensive stops. Um the all you know, offense was clicking on both teams. And yeah, we got a complete package of a football game. Um all around in the end. So, um, so yeah, it hats off to the Huskies. You guys are now 10 and 0 
and everything's right in front of you. So it's going to be telling once we get to Tuesday how the college football playoff committee is going to look at all of these teams and um, really stack them with um, with one another. See see how they're see how they're all stacked um, in the end. So uh, we'll definitely see and. Yeah, we'll we will go from there. Uh, we're almost heading towards championship week, so I can't wait for that. Got two more weeks, folks. Two more weeks. But um, <laughs> but yeah, um, those were some of the biggest games for me that I wanted to discuss. I will um do a quick blitz through with some of the other games that happened um throughout the week. And um, I'll start off with the Thursday game. Number 11, Louisville defeated Virginia 31-24. to Louisville is now 9-1. Um, Ohio State, number one, Ohio State um, defeated Michigan State 38-3. Michigan State is now 10-0. So uh, we'll definitely see what happens between Ohio State and I say Georgia, who is who is the real number one team? That I think that's <laughs> I think that's going to be the storyline heading into Tuesday's rankings. So uh, we'll we'll definitely see what happens um, with that. Um, another fun game that had happened um, on Saturday was number four Florida State. Um, the Seminoles hosted Miami. Um, on Saturday, um, they won a game 27 to 20. It was a close game. Miami was, <laughs> they, they, they put the fist up. They were trying their hardest, um, to knock out the Seminoles, but, um, but, um, Florida state was like, nah, nah, bro. That's, that's not happening. <laughs> Mike, Mike Noville made sure of that, of course, but, um, but yeah, it's it was a good game, and um, Keon Coleman um, balled out <laughs> in this game. So um, yeah, hats off to Florida State. They are now ten and zero. So uh, we'll see what happens going forward with the Seminoles. Um, Oregon hosted number six. Oregon hosted USC over the weekend. Um, they won that game thirty-six to twenty-seven. Um, Oregon is now nine and one. Bo Nix with four hundred and twelve yards passing, uh, with four touchdowns. You know, it, it's 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 Bo Nix at this point. Like this, this is what he does. So, uh, so hats off to Oregon. Um, we're getting the W. Um, number seven, Texas defeated TCU 29 to 26. They had to travel um, to Fort Worth. And yeah, they <laughs> barely escaped with that game. But unfortunately, um, Jonathan Brooks um, did get hurt, of course, in that game. And um, it was reported as well. Um, as I'm kind of looking at it, yeah, he, he has a torn ACL, so he is out for the season, unfortunately. 
Um, someone that they are definitely going to miss. I mean, in this game, he had 21 carries, 104 yards, and two touchdowns. So um, that was one of the tough things um, that came out through um, um, throughout the weekend was that Jonathan Brooks injury. So that's unfortunate. We'll see what Texas does going forward. Um, but that is a big loss um, for Texas. So we'll see what happens. Um, Stanford um, lost to number 12, Oregon State. Um, Oregon State defeated Stanford 62-17. to Oregon State is now 8-2 for the season. Um, this game was very interesting too. And it also shows you a lot about this team. So number 14, Missouri hosted number 13, Tennessee, Missouri defeated Tennessee 36 to seven. And now Missouri is eight and two for the season. And Hey, I'm, I'm just going to say this right now. Can we go ahead and crown Eli Drinkwitz as coach of the year? Because this guy has really gotten this Missouri team where they need to be. This is a great football team. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you flat out right now. Um, they probably should be LSU earlier in, in, in the year. Um, I, I think back to that game a lot, of course. But, um... And then, hey, they played Georgia pretty well. So, it's just a great team right now. Drinkwitz is is doing a really good job um, coaching this team. And, yeah, I just, <laughs> there's nothing I can say. Um, it, it, they're, they're, they're playing well right now. They're, they're playing very well right now. Um, Brady Cook. Um, threw for 275 yards, um, had one touchdown, threw for one interception. Um, Schrader, my my guy Cody Schrader, um, he had 35 carries with 205 yards um, and one touchdown. He was also the leading receiver in this game as well. Um, I, I don't think Luther Burton played in this game. Um, they sat him out on Saturday. So, um, just like I said, just a great performance by Missouri. And we'll definitely see what happens um, with the Tigers going forward. So, so yeah, um, this game was a shocker to me. So, UCF hosted number 15, Oklahoma State. They upset at Oklahoma State 45-3 to UCF. Is now five and five for the season, and Oklahoma State is now seven and three. Um, <laughs> who who would have thought <laughs> that <laughs> that UCF was going to just blow out Oklahoma State the way that they did? I mean, <laughs> hey, yeah, it's just it, it's just another Saturday if, if you're. Um, Gus Malzahn, of course. <laughs> so, uh, I, I saw a clip of him talking to the team. He put on his jersey, and he gave his celebratory boom 
speech. So, <laughs> so shout shout out to UCF. Shout out to um, Gus Malzahn for for getting that W. And um, yeah, everything's still in sight for them to um, get bowl eligible right now. So, um, so yeah, just a great win. Hats off to them. And um, yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's kind of weird for Oklahoma State now. So <laughs> they were riding high, and then all of a sudden you just crash and burn. So it's it's college football, man. In November, what what, what can you say? So so yeah, um, Texas A and M, uh, Texas Tech. Uh, my apologies, uh, Texas Tech defeated number sixteen Kansas. Another upset, um, sixteen to thirteen. Um, Texas Tech is now five and five for the year. Kansas is now seven and three. Um, West Virginia uh, went on the road to take on number seventeen Oklahoma. Um, they lost to the Sooners fifty nine to twenty. Dylan Gabriel um, had a monster day passing. Um, he was four hundred and twenty three yards um, through the air with five touchdowns um so yeah a great great performance by oklahoma to bounce back and um yeah we'll <laughs> we'll see what's going on with this whole crazy big 12 um race <laughs> like apparently iowa state is still um they still have a chance of course to to try to get into that um Big Twelve championship race, so it's it, it's all over the place with that conference right now. But um, bass for Oklahoma, you're still alive. You still got everything um there for you to still have a good season and still win the conference champion championship. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. A couple of other scores. Um, we had number 19 LSU defeating Florida, uh, 52 to 35. Um, Jaden Daniels, he had, um, 372 yards through the air with three touchdowns. Um, he also rushed for 12 carries with 234 yards with two touchdowns. I mean, the man was, he was doing everything. <laughs> Like he's the manager, you know, he's the stalker, he's the guy literally at the cash register, you know. <laughs> he, he he does every everything. He's the truck driver as well. Like like the guy is LSU. <laughs> but um but yeah, just a great performance by him. I, I mean I look for um, Daniels to be in New York as well um, by next month, so we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. But um, great performance by um, LSU this weekend. Um, number twenty-one Arizona traveled to Colorado um, to take on Dion and his squad. They're looking at trying to become bowl eligible, but um, they almost got a chance. And winning this game, of, of course, it was that close. Um, but they couldn't seal the deal. And um, 
Arizona is now seven and three. They won this game uh, thirty-four to thirty-one. So, so a great win by Arizona. I mean, it's just it's just amazing to see how they've just emerged um, out of the blue. <laughs> of course, if you watch Arizona, you've seen them from their lowest point, uh, and now you know we're we're looking at these guys. They're ranked right now. And um, yeah, it <laughs> possibly um, are going to a pretty good bowl um, by season's end. So we'll, we'll definitely see what happens um, with Arizona going forward. So um, number twenty-two, Iowa defeated Rutgers twenty-two to zero. Um, twenty-three, ranked twenty-three, Tulane. Defeated Tulsa, twenty-four to twenty-two. Um, Duke uh, traveled to play number twenty-four North Carolina. Um, North Carolina won that game forty-seven to forty-five, and Baylor traveled to take on number twenty-five Kansas State. Um, Kansas State won that game fifty-nine to 25 so um those are your scores for the week the week that was um week 11 and um now we're getting ready for week 12 of the college football season so um so yeah it's just another week down and um we, we're chugging along we're almost there folks we're almost there at championship week and um, should be a big week, of course. But um, overall, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all of the topics that I wanted to discuss with y'all um, this week, um, or at least for today's show, I, I should say. So um, I will be back, um, hopefully, with Chris. We'll see what happens on our Friday show, Friday prediction show. Um, It'll be business as usual, but, um, but yeah, uh, we always appreciate you guys listening in on the show. Um, you can find me on social media you can find me on X at listen to KSW. I'm on there talking college football, um, video games, professional wrestling, all of that great stuff that I love. So, um, be sure to follow me on there. Um, but yeah, that's it for me guys. Um, appreciate you guys listening in on the show and hopefully Chris will be back, um, with me on Friday to talk about all of the topics for week 12, all of the predictions, I should say. So until then guys, y'all take care and, um, we'll talk to you guys then. Peace.